this is a very special episode dedicated to those who may be going through some things or very stressed and might be thinking about self-harm or just doing something you might regret and we're, we're here to tell you that you don't have to go that route there are people you can talk to and we just hope and pray that if anything if you're listening to this maybe this helps calm you down and bring you you know some serenity some peace but if you need someone to talk to 1-800-273-8255 again that number is 1-800-273-8255 you are not alone confidential help is available for free and you can find that help at 1-800-273-8255 again that's 1-800-273-TALK presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. This is episode number 54. And... This is a very special episode, just a very peaceful, calm one. I mean, we'll still do, you know, regular shenanigans and whatnot, because that's what we do. But uh, yeah, welcome. How are you doing today, Courtney? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm all right. Our our little uh, fuzzy mascot is kind of clawing at the door. I kind of hear him breathing, trying to get in. And uh, we've, I've discussed this with you before, how anytime I'm on the phone, anytime I'm podcasting, he just... That's that's when he craves my attention, not mm-hmm. in any other time. Like he's just sitting in the room, just staring at me, and I'm just like staring at him. Sometimes I want to play. I'm like, hey, I got your squeaky toy. Let me throw it down the hall, and he just looks at me. I'm like, oh, fine. So, I don't know. He can feel the fact that you are not paying him enough attention, and he's like, I don't like this. I think it's time to divert the attention back to me, please and thank you. I guess, I guess that's what it is. I, I don't have children. This is the closest I've had to having a child. And I'm, I'm kind of wondering if this is what it's going to be like, which I don't mind. You know, it's, I'll, you know, definitely, I, Chief and I definitely have like quality time. We hang out, we play, we run around the yard. I try to dodge his poops. So, you know, I'm hoping future children don't poop in the yard. That would might reflect badly on me as a parent. So, right. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't, I don't know. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I wish Chief would tell me, other than whimpering from outside the door. And there's a reason why I keep him out because he jingles occasionally. There's people outside, and he'll bark at them. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm trying to be professional here. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I don't, I don't need the the little BBC girl, you know, kind of waltzing in and just, you know, doing doing her thing. 
I should get Chief a yellow sweater. So. <laughs> But yes, as I said before, this is a very special episode. We are just taking time just to hopefully listeners. I, and I'm, I'm actually happy to say I'm, I've heard feedback from other listeners. A lot of people like to listen to this at work. A lot of people feel stressed out and just need some time to just, as I like to say, to just be mm-hmm. and just just take in some some time. So what I'm hoping what we can do today is kind of paint some pictures for our dear and Dubian friends and, uh, you know, help them. Maybe, maybe they're stressed at work or just driving around a car and got a whole lot of stuff on their mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's precisely what we are here to do is to get you through your day or your week or whatever, whatever's happening in your life at the current moment. We're here to help you through it, friend. Yes. Yes, indeed. And once again, I'm so thankful and grateful for you listening. And, you know, this is, this is for you. This is, even though I'm pretty sure you enjoy our, our regular banter, which we'll definitely be doing that because that's what we do. It's, it's, it's the Indu podcast. That's what you come for. Mm-hmm. But mostly positivity. And um, if, if it were possible to give you snacks, I would bake cookies and, uh, I'll keep it simple. Chocolate chip cookies. Maybe maybe sugar cookies on the side for those who are like, you know, I don't really want any chocolate chip cookies. Those are your only two options. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're not that talented. Like, we want to help, but you got to, you know, give us a little bit of credit here. A little bit, a little bit. Maybe, maybe if I'm feeling really nice, I'll make an apple pie because I do that on, on occasion too. Applesauce. All these things, mostly things with apples, because that's what I do. Except it's been hot lately, so I don't know if I really want to, you know, stand over a hot stove, slaving away, hours, churning. I'm actually thinking about making apple cider, because it takes about six, seven hours to make. So, yeah, we'll wait until the winter time for that. So, yes. I asked you how you're doing all right, right? Yeah, you're doing good. You did. Thank you. I'm doing good. You recently went away. You had a, a bit of a, an adventure. What? What's an adventure? You had a vacation. <laughs> well, I went away because of work. That wasn't quite vacation, um, but I had times. I had a little bit of free time where I could enjoy the city of Miami, Florida. Ooh. Yes. Which included, hopefully you went to the beach. I did go to the beach. I actually went to the beach a couple of times. Um, the first couple of times were, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning because that's just kind of how the schedule um, happened. And then the the time that I actually saw the beach, like in the daytime, um, I was there very briefly because I went to Miami for a work conference. And so I didn't have a whole ton of time to really devote to fun stuff uh, outside of the conference. But the time that I was at the beach, both times or, or all the times that I was at the beach was so relaxing. I got a chance. My biggest goal was to stick my feet in the sand and in the water. I didn't even need to swim. I just wanted to be on the water in the sand, collect seashells, which I did. And just really be near the water. I'm someone who really 
connects with the ocean and with nature in general, but especially with water and the ocean mm. and hadn't been to the ocean in many years. So it was nice. It was nice to get out there and listen to it. it there's nothing like the sound of crashing waves and just, just the, the vastness of the ocean. So that was very nice. It was very much needed. So definitely got a chance to reconnect with mm. the ocean and, you know, have some moments of peace and got some great pictures and um, it was just really good. Much needed. Hmm. Well, that's good. Um, I'm glad you got that. It's, it's actually been a few years for me now. I'm, I'm trying to remember uh, when I went to Myrtle Beach a couple of years ago for a family vacation and this was like a legit vacation because I, it's, I think due to history of like work and not necessarily having time and or funds to travel it, uh, well, at least the last few years, but this particular time I, I was able to get away and enjoy my family and enjoy the beach. And it might be, I don't want to like offend anyone, but sometimes I don't always feel like a, a beach person. Like I almost, almost want to say I hate the sand, but I don't hate it. It's just, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to explain. I, I, I don't, I don't want the sand to come home with me because mm -hmm. that, that does tend to happen no matter like, I mean, they have like those little showers that you can kind of shower like, like before you enter back to society and um, it, it doesn't matter that like there's still traces of sand. Like I, I didn't even like put my elbow down and there's sand all over my arm. What's mm -hmm. going on. Right. So, so yeah, there's, there's little things like that, that, you know, kind of it's, it's a, it's a small con to the overall pro of being at the beach. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm. I just want to make it sound like I'm anti-beach. It's just it's not always the first destination I'd want to go to. But the last few months, I would say, I, I've been kind of craving it. So I've been kind of going back and thinking about the last time I was really there and able to cherish, you know, my my beach experience, which mm -hmm. gladly like to share with with you all. And before I even get to the beach. Sometimes it's just the whole experience of being away from home and being on vacation and like not having any care or worry. And that's difficult for me to do because I'm a bit of a workaholic at times. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I went and I brought, <laughs> I brought my cameras. I brought my, I think my laptop thinking I was going to do some editing or some, I don't know what I thought I was going to do, but I didn't touch anything. So <laughs> yeah, it was I don't want to say it was pointless to bring it because I would rather have it and um, see, I'm going to butcher this and I say it all the time, have it and not need it mm -hmm. versus need it and not have it. So, right. Yeah. Whereas you, you had to bring stuff because you were there for work. So. You know, I only brought a little bit for taking pictures, but I mean, it was a quick, it was a quick trip. I had to be very careful so that I didn't miss any of the work conference. Um, which I didn't, and but I brought just what I needed, and you know that was my main goal. That's 
with me, you know, being there for work, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to have like a full day on the beach or whatever, but I was just very intentional and very um, specific with my time and, you know, Mm-hmm. basically said, okay, uh, I want to stick my feet in the sand and walk on the water and just kind of be on the beach for a little while. And that's what I got. And I actually got more than that. Wasn't a whole lot more, but I guess since I didn't want, um, I didn't go there expecting a whole lot, you know, I was able to get more than I asked for. <laughs> so it worked out. Nice. That was, um, was it a clear night? Was the moon out? Was it full? Oh yeah, it was a clear night. It was it was a little nerve wracking because you the the spot that we found was it wasn't we we did go to South Beach, but we went to another beach that I can't think of right now. Um, it's just it's not as much of a touristy spot. Like South Beach is very to me, it's very touristy. It's kind of what people you know know about Miami. And so we, so the other, the smaller beach, the the spot that we found, we basically were on a street that ran out, like the street, you would have the street that kind of gradually turned into sand Mm -hmm. and because you were getting closer to the, to the edge of the water or to the shore, I should say. And, um, and, um, and, uh, but like there was no light, you know, there's no you know, light poles or anything out on the actual beach. And mm. so you could kind of see where the, the lights from the city or the lights from the buildings around it started to fall off. So all, basically all you saw was the street that started to morph into the sand that morphed into pitch blackness. Mm. <laughs> and so it was a little like, okay, this could be bad, but <laughs> we're going to just go with it. And so, you know, and I wasn't by myself. So there's that but then we we just we walked out to the beach and you know you could hear it from this from the little part of the street that we were on and obviously as, as you walk closer you hear it more and it was windy that night and it was just it was great it was just great it was it was a lot it felt like a long time like a reunion that was a long time coming mm. that finally happened wow and so it was just it was really nice and was the moon out? I'm, I've... Oh, yes, it was. I'm sorry. I don't oh, know if I okay. answered that. It was a clear night. Moon was out. Uh, it wasn't, I don't believe it was a full moon. So it wasn't super like, wow, the moon. But <laughs> you could see it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that does sound picturesque, if, if not perfect. Although I would say it was perfect for you. It's what you mm-hmm. wanted. You You wanted that experience. So... I, I am that, absolutely perfect in what I wanted. So, just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. Hold on and I'll find you I'm hanging on by a thread And all I'm clinging to is prayers And every breath is like a battle I feel like I ain't come prepared And death's knocking on the front door Pain's creeping through the back 
Fears crawling through the windows, waiting for them to attack. They say don't get bitter, get better. I'm working on switching them letters. But tell God I'ma need a whole lot of hope keeping it together. I'm smiling in everyone's face. I'm crying whenever they leave the room. They don't know the battle I face. They don't understand what I'm going through. The world trying to play with my soul. I'm just trying to find where to go. I'm trying to remember the way. I'm trying to get back to my home. But I can't do this on my own. That's why I'm just trusting in you. Cause I don't know where else to go. And I don't know what else to do. Just fight a little longer, my friend. It's all worth it in the end. But when you got nobody to turn to, just hold on and I'll find you. Our, our family rented a oh a pretty large i almost want to call it a condo because it was like all these connected rooms because it was like eight of us so mm-hmm. uh pretty large area we had a, a nice little balcony area that could uh look over at the beach so a couple nights because first of all, like I said, it, sometimes it takes a little while for your mind to realize, hey, I'm on vacation. And it, it mm-hmm. I think it was probably by maybe the second or third night where it kind of hit me and I kind of went out on the balcony and just found my little patio chair and just took a seat, just listened to the waves crashing along the sand. And mm-hmm. I couldn't see any stars. I think there was too many lights from the hotel that we were at and just things in general, but uh, it was definitely hearing the wind smelling the, the beach still from where we were. So Mm -hmm. it was very just, it's, it's funny to me where all these candles, they try to capture the smell and they, they seem to fail miserably at it, but they try, they try. There's nothing wrong with beach sands from Yankee Candle. I'm probably making that up. But um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they haven't quite captured it. And um, I don't know. It, it That's one of the things that I do miss. Like, I can't recall what that smell smells like. But it definitely is, is a, an aroma of, of relaxation for me. So I'm like, oh, we're here. Like, this is it. Yes. So. Yes, I agree. The beach has a has a very distinct smell. I guess depending on which beach you're at, it's going to be kind of more salty or more fishy or, you know, just depends. But mm-hmm. it definitely has that beach smell. That's the only way I know to describe it is, is, <laughs> is the beach. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is. And, and I, now that I even think about it, because of the different uh, parts of the beach, the weather, like you said, it's either salty or maybe it's fishy. It depending on the region that you're from. Sometimes that's appealing. Sometimes it's appalling. So yeah. that, that, that might not do it for everybody. But for me, that's, I, I can't say it that I've experienced enough beaches to know that, Oh, I'm, I'm at Myrtle beach just by the smell. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. No, I've only been to maybe two or three beaches, maybe four. I'm not going to try to count now. I'm trying to go back in time like, oh, wait, no, five, six. But um, yeah, that's one thing I haven't quite mastered. But hopefully in time, I will be a traveler of the world and I can be able to identify which beach I'm at and also their local cheese. That's another story for another day. Hmm. But Okay. Because <laughs> you threw me with that one. I wasn't expecting to 
be talking one uh, second about beaches and then one second about cheese, but I'm I'm with you. I got you. Yeah. In short, I want to be a cheese connoisseur. So, you know, okay. try everybody's everybody's cheeses. But um that's that's like one still very vivid memory of just sitting out on the patio and just listening. I think I sat out there for like probably hours, like not even worried about phones or whatever was on TV, which really wasn't much. And that's also kind of fun thing about being on vacation someplace you're not familiar with is trying to learn what all the channels are. And then who are these weird people giving me the news? So, but yeah, not caring about any of that, just listening and for once, like not having really anything on my mind because my mind is always thinking, always going. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was absolutely beautiful. So what I did the following morning, I think I, I ended up waking up just in time to catch the sunrise from my room. So I was able to do that. And this time I actually did break out some of my equipment. So I started like, okay, I say break out equipment. I think I probably just used my phone and just took pictures every few seconds just to put together a time reel of the sun rising. And I was still able to enjoy it and watch the sun and a few people scattered on the beach, just taking walks. And mm-hmm. I, I think I thought about taking a walk too, but there was absolutely no lights. So I'm like, hmm, I'm not sure if I should probably go. I don't want to be swept away. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I didn't do that, but it was a thought and you know, there's, there's other beaches and there's, there's time to visit more beaches. And so maybe I might do that in the future and hopefully catch a, some moon and some stars and things. There's definitely plenty more opportunity and plenty more other beaches to discover. So I'm sure you will get your chance sooner than later. At least that's what I hope for you. Yes. I I hope that as well. The other thing uh, specifically at Myrtle beach is they have a Broadway or a street basically called Broadway. And there's an area called Broadway at the beach. That's more of a tourist attraction, which I did go to, but in particular, there's this long stretch of, I'll call it a turnpike. And Mm -hmm. this was another time because I really enjoy driving, just just going out on the road and kind of sometimes going nowhere in particular. We rented a car, so I was able to take the car and either go get food or just, you know, just gallivant. And I think that's literally what I was doing is just (laughs) just going out and just exploring. And there's so many beach stores that they all sell the same thing, but they have all these different names like uh, beach wave or the title front and they're all the same store. They just have different yeah. names. Yeah. But, totally. Yeah. So they're all littered across uh, along with all these different fooderies. But all I did was just, just drive down and I remember listening to the band magic with, with mm-hmm. an exclamation point at the end. And they are a kind of a fusion reggae kind of style, but it really supremely fit the mood of summer and what I was feeling at the time. So, right. so should you ever want to feel kind of summery and we're recording in like in the, the middle of summer, I was trying to think of a, uh, some kind of analogy, the belly button of summer. It's the middle. I don't know. Mm, wow. <laughs> the abdomen maybe. I don't know. Okay, that's, that sounds a little better. We're in the abdomen of summer right about now. <laughs> I have to trademark that one. Um, but 
Yeah, I don't know that that one's ever been used. So yes, you will. <laughs> yes, but there, there, there tends to be like summer music, and I'm just saying this is the album I was playing at the time, and it just everything just fit. Like I'm like, this is vacation, not going anywhere, not doing anything, having to answer to anyone or any clocks, and just just driving. The sun was high in the sky. I feel like I was in a drop top kind of convertible thing, but I wasn't <laughs> not at all, but it just felt that way. And it was, it was nice just driving. I think I probably did stop to get food somewhere. I probably did stop at one of these beach stores just to see what was in there. Maybe pick up some souvenirs for friends at home. I did buy a, um, a shark that squeaks. And for whatever reason, chief has yet to get it. I don't think I actually gave it to him. I don't even know where it is. Hmm. Anyway, it it was just it's just peaceful. I I loved it, and I I need to go back. I have to go back. Just like just like Jack from Lost, we have to go back. <laughs> oh goodness! Didn't take you long to to bring Lost into this, huh? Hey, it's between Lost and Moana, which I do believe there is a link, and I my link is that Moana is actually the parents or the, the mother or maybe grandmother of, of um, Jacob and the man in black, which, Ooh. yeah, I know you haven't seen all of it yet, so I'm not sure if that makes any sense to you, but no, it doesn't, but I'll take that theory and put it on my um, shelf of memories. And when I need it, I'll <laughs> retrieve it. Yes, yes. You you can do that when when you when you do eventually watch Lost, which has very strong beach themes, since obviously they're on a, a deserted island. Mm-hmm. So, man, see all this beach talk is kind of making me want to watch that. Or stop and you go for it. Well, it's such a long show. It's like hundred and something hours. A million, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But it's a good show. It, it definitely is. And um, that and, of course, Moana, which is much easier to digest much faster. Mm-hmm. And it's got, well, I was going to say it's got songs, but Lost has music, too. Right. So it, it does. There's, it does. Not quite as much, not quite like a musical, though. No, no, no. But still I don't know. They're, it's still good. Yes, definitely. And I feel like I'm on the verge or people are waiting for me to announce that there's going to be a lost live tweet. I am not doing that because the show is so long. (laughs) Yes, it is. How many seasons is it? It's six seasons and almost 23 episodes each season. Season, That's a lot. Season six is dramatically shorter, but it is the final season. And a lot of people are really divisive on that particular season. We won't get to details why. We'll do that for another day. But um, yeah, it's it is a good, good, great show. Like it's up there for me, one of the top ones. And it's got beaches. Of so if you want to visit those beaches, you have to go to Hawaii. That's where they filmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do I have that listed on my list of places I want to travel. Um. No, it's not on my list. I probably should add it to my list. Because as you may have may know, I think I may have told you this before, but I really long to visit a beach that has black sand. 
there are beaches like that? Yes. Oh, I wait, that. I, I lied. That's a silly uh, question. It's it's actually number two on my list of places I want to go. Nice. I can't pronounce it, but um, <laughs> I, I might as well try because I always, you know, butcher words because words are hard. Um, Punanalu, perhaps? Just Let's take go a- with that. Okay. I mean, it sounds good to me. Take away the invisible question marks. I'll say it with confidence. Panalalu Beach. That's. <laughs> I think that's a different pronunciation than before. We'll have to we'll have to play that back and see. But I, I suppose I'll say it for a third time because that's that's what you do for, you know, at least for recordings. You have to give it like at least three times, and then they they mm-hmm. pick the one they like. But mm-hmm. Panalalu. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, there's two U's at the end, and there's an apostrophe in between them. Okay. Okay. I get it. Maybe it's hard. Words are hard. Punanalu'u. Ooh, maybe that's it. Punanalu'u. Okay, sure. I'll just spell it so people can look it up. It's P-U-N-A-L-U apostrophe U. So, so the U part it. is correct. Yes, it ooh. is the ooh. It is okay. Panalu. What? Well, how? I don't. I don't know the first part. Oh, the, or maybe I mean, it's the, It's P U N A L U apostrophe U. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> you didn't want to give it a try. Nope. No, nope. you got it's, it. It's on the tip of your tongue. You know, you want to just. No, nope, you got it. it yeah. And I, I mean, I probably couldn't also spelling or saying it's probably Hawaii. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be cultured. So, you know, so, so I go there and they, they tell me how to pronounce it correctly. So, right. Cause we'll need a native to, or somebody who's familiar with it, more familiar with it than we are right. to actually give us some guidance. Cause we obviously, um, you know, have issues saying mm-hmm. certain words, so exactly, exactly. Trading punches with the heart of darkness, going to blows with your fear and gone. You're never going to the stripped away. The thought of you has got to die to change. In the morning, you're gonna need an answer. Ain't nobody gonna change the standard.
Now, what I realized I forgot to prepare for for this episode, um, as we get into Sheboygan news, is that there's another city in Wisconsin, or town maybe, and I did not prepare any news for this town, let alone how to pronounce it. So I'm going to look it up really, really briefly. So, uh, you know, talk amongst yourselves. That's copyrighted. We can't sing oh, that. Dang yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I copyrighted that one. But that's okay. I really hope somebody takes this. I mean, I feel like you're laughing at me, but it's a dope. This is a bot. Okay, this is a bot. It is. It's great. I mean, I'm I'm loving it, and I really hope somebody takes it and remixes it. And makes <laughs> makes a theme for us, and oh, yeah, that we dope. We do need a theme we c- song. We do, we do, like like an original one, because the one for this podcast is something I bought, so I didn't make it at all, but it's mine. I paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, we, we need some other people to do some some remixes and and things, probably stuff that we've said numerous times. Uh, yeah, something like that. Hmm. But in the meantime, I have found what I was looking for. And the city that I want to give a shout out to in Wisconsin is Ashawebanon. So I don't have any news for you for Ashawebanon, but that's okay. I do have Sheboygan news. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. Good morning, Sheboygan. So for, I've actually been since we've been doing the Sheboygan segment or good morning Sheboygan segment, I've been keeping tabs on a particular development that's happening in the, the Kohler area or actually it's the Kohler company. They want to annex uh, part of the town of Wilson and the Kohler company wants to take this part of town and make it or not even make it, but maybe I think expand a golf course, if not build one. Hmm. So, as you can probably uh, assume, or correctly assume, Wilson is not really pleased about this. Like, why are you taking hmm. our land just to make your golf course or make it bigger or make the city of Sheboygan bigger, mm-hmm. specifically for this golf course? And uh, their argument is is sound. And I, I'm, I'm actually with the town of Wilson for this, that or whoever was actually saying these things that it's, it's not a golf course that will bring more attention to your city. It's the city itself just building from within, you know, making more stores and uh, bringing the urban part of the town more viable and more lifelike. So, right. So if you're trying to attract more people, that's the way to do it. And a golf course is not the answer because <laughs> I mean, who's, who's really like golf course. Yeah. No, thanks. Right. There are better ways, I think. There are. There are. And and that's that's the point that they're trying to make. And this has been going on for at least maybe two months, this debate. So I've been keeping tabs on the uh, Sheboygan annexation. So I, I will mm-hmm. keep you updated as things progress. 
I currently just wrote down that like, will the annex annexation happen? Question mark. So, hmm. we'll, we'll, we shall see. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't happen because it just doesn't seem right. But each each week that I, I take a look, I've been keeping tabs, and it seems like each side kind of has their says. Because Sheboygan last week or last episode when I did research on it, uh, they were giving their points. And I was still wrapping my head around like, wait, it's over a golf course? Okay, I guess. But but hey, it is also time for your weather, which looks a lot like Connecticut's weather, to be honest with you. But uh, they have... Uh, <laughs> for Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 11 a.m., some of the storms could produce heavy rain, so make sure you bring your umbrellas. The high near 87, so bring your, umbe- your umbrella and shorts. Uh, for tonight, or Wednesday night actually, 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 8 p.m. and mostly cloudy with a low around 67. So it should be a nice quiet night. That is if there are no storms. But that is your... Wednesday, look, your weekend is actually looking pretty good, mostly sunny, some chance of thunderstorms during the nighttime, but then again, it is summertime, so you probably get that everywhere, I would think. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just natural, because that's, that's what's happening here. There's always a chance of thunderstorms. Because it's humid and hot and gross. So find some air conditioning, find a fan, find some shade, some ice cubes, and relax. You know, enjoy yourself if you can. If you have to work, then hopefully you get one of those little desk fans or you get like a USB fan you just plug into your computer. Right. Or your phone. Or your phone. Do you have something you can mm-hmm. plug into your phone? I think so. I feel like it would it would kill your battery life on your phone, but I, I think you just plug it into you plug it into somewhere, and it you it, you have an instant fan. Yeah. Hey. I'm pretty sure they also, which would be completely ridiculous. And by ridiculous, I mean I'm probably going. I want to have this idea and have an app developer developer make this for me, but mm-hmm. a, a fan app. So just like they have the lighter app where you can just kind of flick mm-hmm. basically a lighter and it doesn't light anything. It's just there. Right. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that you can have a, a fan app. It won't cool you off, but you know, it's like, Oh, I like to pretend that this air is blowing on me. So I'll talk to somebody about that. There is another <laughs> app idea, which I'm not sure if I should talk about it here because I don't want anybody to steal it. Cause I feel it could be a real moneymaker. Right. So so I think what I'll do, that, that'll be like an exclusive hot-ish Patreon post. And by the way, all Patreon posts, that's what they're called. They're exclusive hot-ish. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll talk about it there on the Patreon for, for my... I think that that's a really good idea, frankly. Yes. But wait until you hear the idea of the app. Oh, my God. You're going to say it's ridiculous, but it's only ridiculous. Uh, Well, it's not ridiculous to those who own the app, like the ones who make it and profit Mm -hmm. from it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
I mean, it's going to be beneficial to the people who, who get the app, but I'm going to stop talking about it because it's like a whole tease. <laughs> but hey, that's, that's what the Patreon's for. So go to Patreon and check it out. Become a Patreon subscriber and you too can hear about this awesome app that we are not sharing with the public. Go no. do it. Do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. If you are an app developer, then definitely you need to get in contact with me so we can talk. And, you know, I'll split it 50-50. The, the proceeds or profits or whatever. Eh, yeah, we'll see about that. We'll we'll negotiate. That's true. We'll negotiate. See, uh, I, I guess you are also my manager. I suppose. Yes, I am. Or, okay, good because I don't like to. Yeah, we. I think we once talked about this. I don't really like to deal with the business side of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just it's okay. Come up with the ideas. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. I'll deal with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You are the. Um, this is a reference again that you won't understand yet until you watch the show. You are the Jack Donaghy to my Liz Lemon. And that's a 30 Rock reference. So, Okay, got you. Yes. But you're much more better looking. So there's that too. <laughs> yes, I am. Not, not, not <laughs> saying, you know, if anyone is like, well, you know, Alec Baldwin, he's, he's got, you know, those, those blue eyes. Yes. But whatever. We're moving on. Moving on to our Black History Fact. Black History. Black History. Black History. Facts. Today we will be talking about, uh, or actually, do you know Xena uh, Howard? Do you know who that is? I do not know who that is. Who is that? Xena Howard is an architect. And also just, I mean, this is the first time I'm actually saying her name a couple times, and it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Zena Howard. So Zena Howard has uh, is the architect behind DC's National Museum of African American History and Culture. So she, first of all, I just didn't know that it was a black woman who designed it. So I'm like, that's that's amazing. I mean, it's no better choice, really. Mm-hmm. She's designed many, many other things um, from the Anacostia Public Library in D.C., the International Civil Rights Center and Museum in Greensboro, North Carolina. But mm-hmm. her favorite is this museum in D.C., which uh, I definitely used to visit. That's, I mean, once I heard that it opened, I'm like, yeah, I, I got to go. Like, I didn't even know that it existed until it opened. And uh, yeah, but let's talk a little bit more about her. Um, or actually the building, the building's intro- inverted ziggurat shape. I had to say that word because I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is a new word. It's a great word. You've never heard that word before? I've never heard it before. And I, apparently I'm saying it correctly. You are. Okay. I'm going to say it again. The building's inverted ziggurat shape is one aspect that holds significance to Howard. Angling upwards toward the sky, it's meant to be uplifting, an image of hope and resiliency with a shape reminiscent of crowns in the West African cultures. For Howard, it's an empowering image. So with that, and hopefully people can kind of visualize what this looks like if they haven't seen it already. Hopefully they can go to Google real quick, check it out. But um, I had always kind of wondered, you know, about the shape and why it was shaped that way. So this... This was definitely very helpful. Hmm. Um, I will actually also post this article so people can see or 
see there's other things that I think she helped. Yeah, she did help design these or she designed these other buildings, but also the whole article can read a little bit more about her. But I will read this too uh, about being a woman architect. In 2012, Women in Architecture Survey, the journal reported that the number of women in the profession dropped from 28% in 2009 to 21% in 2011. Hmm. This, this might seem bleak, but in 1960, women only made up 2% of those working in the architecture. Not only is getting women into the field a challenge, but retaining them remains difficult. Howard, though, likes to look at the positives. There are so many, oh, and this is her words, there are so many more women in architecture today than when I came out of architecture school. Not only were there hardly any women in architecture school, but the women that stayed in architecture post-graduation had a difficult time. So she goes to other classrooms and talks about architecture and, you know, gets people excited and motivated in uh, elementary school and specific, you know, especially to young girls to, you know, get them excited and, you know, take, this is right. an opportunity. This is a different, uh, different way of what you can do with your, your career and designing. And mm -hmm. um, it's true. Where did I kind of just jump off from <laughs> uh, for now? Howard hopes to continue working on projects that matter and that mean something. Her goal is to not only create works that influence whoever comes into contact with them, but also has broader influence on the culture they enter. It's a labor of love for perspective or perspective, um, perspective architects, Howard says, obviously, you're not making the same salary as you would as a lawyer or doctor, or you, so you've got to love what you do. You have to love great design and what it does for people. So I love that, is, that. that is our spotlight on Zena Howard, architect. I, I, that's actually how I wrote it, because I'm like, that sounds so much fun. It's got so many letters in it. <laughs> if if she came out with a show that's that's hopefully what it's called Zena Hauer Zena Howard architect yes I mean it just flows off the tongue does it not it does and it just you know almost like it takes all the sound that you need to say to yep just love it so that's that does it that is our black history fact so please go look her up I will post the article that I read from in the, the notes so you can look at that and check out mm -hmm. the pictures of other mm -hmm. buildings that she's designed. Yes, she is quite the figure. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I thought I had another surprise fact, but I don't remember what that is. So and I didn't <laughs> okay. I didn't write it down or have any notes for it, but I will definitely have whatever that is for next episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll be here for it. Yes.
Just a quick last-minute edit. We have compiled and collaborated on a special playlist themed for this particular episode for those people who just need a reminder that they're not alone and and hope that things do get better and things will get better. So please check out our playlist. We have a link on our on the Patreon page, so you can go check it out and go download it and follow that playlist there. And also just a reminder to call and text someone, not just for you, but it could be for them. You never know what your friend or loved one might be going through and just a random, hey, how you doing? And hey, just letting you know I'm thinking about you or that I care could go a lot further than what you might imagine. So it could actually help somebody out. So do that. Just like I said a couple episodes ago, whoever you might be thinking of that, you know, might need just just a, a, a word of encouragement or even just a hello it, it won't hurt it only takes a couple seconds just to type hey how you doing and you know just just thinking of you and you know I do hope that things are going okay and I love you you know nothing wrong with that could they could really brighten up their day because again like I said you never know what they might be going through and last but not least I did not mention in this episode but I'm mentioning it now that also do not um, underestimate the power of prayer or whatever faith that you belong to, whatever you believe in, whatever higher power or what have you. Um, don't think that that's just like idle words. If you have faith in something or someone or believe in God or, or whatever you, you do believe in, then by all means do do pray, do meditate, uh, speak to your pastor, your priest, rabbi, who, who your religious leaders, they are also there to help you, to, to keep you going, to help you get through this, this crazy thing called life. So please check out the Patreon to get that playlist, call or text a friend to let them know you're there, and uh, don't forget to pray. Thanks. I think that just about wraps it up for us today for this episode. I do hope that you all enjoyed and uh, maybe felt the the need to maybe get away if you can. And if you can't, as cheesy as it sounds, do not uh, underestimate your imagination. Because for me, sometimes that's a great place to go. And then if I can't rely on that, then... There's always books, there's Netflix, uh, my favorite escapism is movies, and it is summertime, so hopefully you have a, a few dollars you can kind of scrounge up and, and head to your local cinema. A lot of good movies playing this year, this summer, so mm-hmm. that's you know my recommendation. And more imp- maybe another another idea for you is to go to your group, go to your trusted group of friends or family or even a complete stranger that you might trust like a therapist or uh, someone at that 
um, number that we read at the beginning of the show, which again is 1-800-273-8255 or any other reputable source that you can find that you know to be a trusted source, reach out. Sometimes that's, that's better than, you know, being by yourself or withdrawing completely um, and find your peace, whether that's talking to somebody or going to the beach or going to the lake or going to a park or, you know, laying in bed under the covers and just kind of processing. Do what you got to do to find your peace. Mm-hmm. That's most important to to find that that peace, basically, wherever you can find it. And do do talk to someone if you do need to talk to someone. There's nothing wrong with with going to therapy because sometimes that's exactly what you probably need to do. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, I think I've even heard people say that the times that you feel like you need to be alone and you're already kind of feeling depressed is the time that you shouldn't be. So that's right. It's easier said than done, but I, I have been there, so I I understand. It's it's not easy, but it it does get better. So it does. Hang in there. And there are people out there who care for you. Yes. And need you we to c- stick around. Yes, and we care. So you know mm-hmm. that's that's why we're doing this episode. We're we're doing it for you, and hopefully you have come along with us on our vacations while they (laughs) whether they were months ago weeks ago or years ago uh, i can't wait to go back to a beach and whether it's in my mind but hopefully a real one so i can complain about getting sand in my toes Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean did you not have a problem with the sand in your toes i I mean after the fact no i I love it even after you got back to your room or whatever no, because I was there to get the sand in my toes and I wore flip flops. And so the way the beach kind of flowed into the, the, the pavement of the street, mm-hmm. I was able to kind of shake that off. And um, like I was able to walk barefoot for a while. I could have walked barefoot on the street, but I'm not into that because I'm just paranoid. <laughs> but I was able to shake it off. And then as soon, you know, before I got into the car, I was sure to like dust my feet off. And it was, you know, I probably probably got a little sand in the car, but that stuff is easily cleaned and you can vacuum in it. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. I didn't, I didn't wear shoes on the beach. As soon as I hit the sand, I was, I took my shoes off so I could feel the sand. And so I didn't, I basically, I had pretty clean shoes, clean sandals. Okay. So I didn't track them. It, there, there are ways to get around that. I, I will say this: if you do see people uh, wearing specifically socks and shoes at a beach, they are not to be trusted. No, you can't trust those type of people. No, at all. Now, Mm-mm. the only exception, because this is actually something that I can kind of attest to, is if there's a wedding going on, then that's kind of acceptable. It's okay. Is it though? It's. I don't know. I I I'd like, allow it. I, I, I mean, feel like that's that's somebody who can't make up their mind. Like they want to be beachy, so they wear sandals or flip flops or whatever. But if you have socks on, you're not fully committing. Can you really trust somebody like that? Well, they're they're at a wedding, so it's that's. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm saying you probably it's, should it's, wear sandals. Like you know it's not that the right thing to do. 
it, it isn't probably, but I, I know that there's some people out there that are confused. Like I got to, I got to invite to this wedding it takes place on a beach. Like, do I, do I go with the sandals or do I, you know, dress professionally or not professionally, but you know, formally, that's the word I was looking for. And you know, are they going to have like reception indoors somewhere else or is everything going to be on the beach? What's, what's the mm -hmm. right way to go? No, you ask questions beforehand so that you know how to properly dress yourself or you bring, you know, various pieces of clothing so that you, you're prepared in any situation. That's how you handle that. You don't do both. Well, I don't think, well, at least you could show up with the shoes and socks and then you just take them mm -hmm. off when you realize nobody else has them. No, because when is that ever a good idea? Whether somebody sees you or not, I'm judging you. Yes. I'm sure there are people that have shown up and then they're like, you know, what? I'm not even going to go to the beach. And then when they get there, like, oh, that looks kind of nice. And then then they have to make that choice right mm. then and there. They have to cross the, that no, threshold. The choice should have been made before you got it, before you left the house. Hmm. No. Yeah, no mercy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually trying to think of, of the wedding that I was at with because it actually took place at a beach house. So mm -hmm. the beach was like right over the hump. Like there's this little hill you can go into and then, well, not into the hill, but you go into the beach afterwards. Mm -hmm. So everything was, there was sand, but we were nowhere really close to the water. So mm -hmm. as far as I remember, everybody pretty much had like socks and shoes and pretty much all formal wear. So mm -hmm. no one felt obligated to be in anything more, or, or less, rather, more beach acquire, attire. Mm -hmm. Like even the bride and groom, they, you know, had the full tuxedo and, and wedding dress and everything. Mm -hmm. so, so it wasn't one, one of those, like, white linen weddings that you sometimes see in movies. Right, right, right. So it was a whole formal ordeal. Mm -hmm. so, so that's where I'm saying that if, if you're confused, and, and you're right, you are right, if you, you should ask questions to, like, is, is this going to be on the beach or is it, like in a little patio so right i mean just open your mouth close mouths don't get fed right <laughs> you know yeah yeah but you know i i'm just saying it's not wrong if you do show up with you know socks and shoes and like you know oh okay it's a full-on mm -hmm. beach so is it i'm, I'm just saying that as <laughs> long as you stick with the party of the wedding and you won't look awkward if, and then unless you just wander off and then you see a whole bunch of other kids and children playing volleyball or whatever and then like why is this guy wearing socks and shoes they don't know you didn't you just came from a wedding so that's that's all i'm saying just stick with the party until you take your socks and shoes off and then you can wander the beach and then people will just look at you weird like oh he's got a tuxedo on is he what's he doing and <laughs> mm -hmm. at the beach at least he doesn't have shoes on so gotcha. either way you're gonna be judged that's that's also by me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I suppose. I forgot what, how we got to that particular part. Oh, because we, of the. We sand. love you and we care, and the beach is awesome, and therapy yes. works. And be happy, and until you are happy, reach out to people who love you and care about you. Yes, it is a process. Mm -hmm. So it is. Um. Yeah, so I guess that, that just about does it. And remember, sometimes sometimes the world does suck, but we love you. Yep. 
and we're here to walk you through the suckiness and walk with you through the suckiness. You're not alone. Not alone. So we're all in this in sucky world together. But if the yes, world didn't suck, <laughs> if the world didn't suck, yeah, we'd all fall off. on planet earth and is an extension of the indoob blog found at indoob.com you can subscribe and find more episodes on itunes and indoob.podbean.com you can also follow master sterling on twitter at indoob i am not allowed this is Billford signing off and this has been another 3sfx production Use your words, Chief. Good boy.